Fuck these cats. <laughs> no, I mean, I feed them, and, like, they're, like, both their fucking heads are in the bowl. He's gonna shit all over the place. Yeah. And she's, like, with it, like, and then I get mad at her for being so, like, subservient to the male cat. Like, she should, like, you know, push back. Well, she's had a certain amount of trauma in her life. Meow. Nothing else that clipped her ear off so yeah. hard. She had a meow, too. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I reject that. <laughs> Welcome to Broken Quarters. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Karen. I'm Amando. And, and this week, this week we're just um, well, it's it's, it's kind of weird for us. We're meeting after work, so we're both kind of like tired. Well, I'm tired. Yeah, I'm all right. I'm. I had some bus time to jazz myself up. I, yeah, you had to be with the people. I got a Starbucks. Oh, I was with the people. You were with the people. I worked from home today, and then I took a shower when I got done with work, and then just dressed like a homeless person to come up here. I hope you're not intimidated by by your homelessness. My fancy clothes. No, don't worry. We're apparently there is a homeless shelter coming our way. Nice. And um, I'm going to tell you about it. Uh, Where? The, about maybe three blocks away. 30 or 3? Three? 3, like 3 or 4. Like, oh, okay. Maybe like a five-minute walk. Gotcha. The people of the neighborhood aren't happy about it. Yeah. They're really... Um, they're, there's actually tonight... It's where... Um, go behind the scenes. We are recording on a Thursday. There is a town hall meeting. Yeah. All about this thing. Okay. And I, I feel like... Um, I feel like it was always like written like in the cards or whatever you want to call it. or like Because they opened up... Right next to the um, supposed shelter, they opened up a storage, big storage, one of those big, you know, those storage things? Yeah. So it kind of goes hand in hand. As you're homeless, you can store your shit there. Uh, is it a commercial storage space? Oh, yeah. Okay. It's one of those that had, like, the the shitty color blue and, like, the orange or red. Or, you know what I'm talking about? Oh, totally. You pointed it out because you said it was so hideous. Oh, it's, it's fucking terrible, yeah. So yeah. there's a homeless shelter coming up. So, so I thought that's well, where all men's homeless shelter, actually, oh, okay. too. So so that's the, that's the Queen's homeless situation. Yeah. And, and then, then in my neighborhood. What do you got? On, so, you know, on 4th Avenue where, I don't know if you would have driven on 4th Avenue and noticed this when you've come down any time, but... Um, there are these massive, like, full-block buildings that I thought were just going to be giant new luxury condos because that's what 4th Avenue is now. Okay. Um, but they're actually two, I don't want to say family-style because that, I, did I already talk about this? Because I feel like that's a joke. Well, when you say family-style. That really... sounds like a plate of spaghetti. Yeah, right? it sounds like uh, Olive Garden. Right. We treat you like fam- yeah. family. Yeah. Hospitaliano. <laughs> I really think I made that joke before, so sorry. Uh but, yeah, so what they are, family homeless shelters. Oh, but that's nice. They're it's family. great. I don't have any issue with it. There's, I mean, we have a, we have a hotel that's a homeless shelter across the street. From I thought that was a house. hotel. It is mostly a homeless shelter. Oh, didn't Brian's family stay there? Oh, yeah, and Ricardo's, too. Yeah. But that was in the beginning. And oh. then de Blasio started, de ba- Mayor de Blasio. <laughs> don't you mean Democratic <laughs> primary <laughs> presidential candidate? Still running. For Still no running. Reason. Uh, you gotta admire his moxie. I guess you it's really, really weird that he he hasn't given up yet. I just don't. You and I have talked about this. I just don't know what he thinks the point is. I don't. I've heard like 
Uh, not that I, I heard. Just I'm not. Honestly, I don't have any. Um, like I'm not like in the know. I I've read somewhere that like there's like moments where like no one is coming out to see him speak or like two people. Yeah, and that's getting to the point where I feel like he's just like, hey, come here, come here. Let me tell you about me. I'm running. <laughs> My name is Bill. I'm Bill. I'm tall. <laughs> Got it. He is really tall. He is tall. He looks. I shook his hand in uh, the park one time. Oh yeah, yeah. I was going to a concert. Oh, okay. Yeah. It was he mayor then, or he was, was not, he? No, that was right before. Was he public advocate? What was he? Oh, I didn't know who. Was he, he was. a Muppet? He looks. He's like yeah. a tall Muppet. He looks like Sam the Eagle. Oh my gosh! Apropos of nothing, but I just have to share this. I saw the grossest <laughs> thing on the way here. A dead Sam the Eagle. No, it was. I mean, okay. It's. It's maybe it won't sound that gross, but so I'm on the bus. Jammed in mm. sardine bus yes. that stops every block and a half, which right. is fine. Mm-hmm. And Myrtle Avenue. And there was a, I look over, we stopped, uh. and there was this kid uh, sitting on like a. It wasn't a scooter; it was one of those. It's it's technically a motorcycle, but not really because it's like a. It's like a motorized Honda. Oh, like a yeah, yeah, I got you. You know, I mean, it's not like a a hog. Yeah, that's what I'm getting at. It's like a one of those like Suzuki Japanese bikes. Yeah, yeah. Sleek. Yeah. So it was one of these like so it was this young guy, uh, and he was he was um, leaning into the little mirror on the motorcycle, and he was squeezing his, the stuff out of his nose and wiping it on his jeans. Okay. What you never like, been there? Sit, I not on Myrtle Avenue at like six o'clock at night in front of a grocery store with literally. But what was he squeezing? Like, was it from the like? Did he have a pimple on the top portion of his nose? Was it like boogers? Was it like oh, snot? It was, no, it was he was like squeezing like a pimple, like a zit. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then wiping it on his jeans. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I, I don't know what it's really like to have acne problem. He didn't. No, I mean he. Didn't have. So I never really like had. This, I'm not bragging. I sound like a total <laughs> asshole. My, and I and I, I do fuck around and tell. I say this because like I don't know what it's like to like have to squeeze a zit. You've never squeezed a zit. No. What? Yeah. Like I've had pimples, but I've never really like like it's never like where you squeeze it and like it oozes out. Wow, you've lived a charmed life. I like I wow. I, I I have. Except for this one experience that I had yesterday morning that I have these razor bumps here. Uh-huh. I have flawless, you know, facial skin. Wow. Yeah, it's flawless. Well, and the occasional I mean, pimple. But not, but just not a squeezer. Not a squeezer. It usually just goes away. Okay. More like a nose herpy. No, I'm just Oh. <laughs> that's terrible. <laughs> Maybe that's what this guy had. Yeah, no, I've seen like, well... It, all I'm saying is it's an interesting choice to on a very busy thoroughfare in <laughs> Nueva Yorka to be leaning into your tiny motorcycle mirror and then and well, some people just, just grooming. Some people just have it like that. You know what I mean? Like, he's got a nice little bike and he's got probably, I bet you he had like tight skinny jeans on with like these little rips in it. Yeah. <laughs> Did he really? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and like maybe like a grayish tight, like a little brother's shirt, like a schmedium. Yeah, a schmedium. <laughs> like a little medium. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, you, you could write this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> just a cliche in motion, yeah. Did, did you, I didn't read it, I just saw the headline about the um, 
Trudeau blackface thing or brownface? I, I first heard it as brownface, and now I, I saw it somewhere else as blackface. I totally missed it. I was I was busy at work today. America's sweetheart. America's sweetheart. <laughs> Bought down by the man. I mean, that guy, yeah. The his face is a little funny, and yet he's very uh, he's very appealing a lot of the time. I just found it funny that. Do you know what actually happened? No, I really don't. I because I just saw it. I just I I, I started laughing because well, I just find it funny. Like so many people are like, "Oh my God, our president is a hideous old man." Let's look to Canada with like a nice, young, good-looking, somewhat progressive, except for the uh, blackface. Um, <laughs> you know. Well, you, Trump wouldn't have been able to have the pandas crawl all over him. Mm. He wouldn't have liked how much attention they get. He would have loved it if the pandas peed on him. Cause is it orange? Is that where you're going with that? No, didn't like they, he had the there's a supposed video of Trump with the prostitutes peeing on him. Like he's into that fetish. Is that did I make that up? No, you didn't make it up. <laughs> I just didn't make the leap from panda human, prostitutes, human women pissing on you to pandas pissing on you. Panda prostitutes. Panditudes. Uh, I just picked. Come here, panditude. Mm, you're sexy. I'll give you all the bamboo you need. Mm, I don't know. I, I don't, I'm not feeling good about this. <laughs> good. You ever? You, you, do you wear glasses? You, you don't wear glasses, do you? I have had <laughs> such good vision my whole life. I actually do have really good. My vision got better. Oh uh, yeah, they say like it's better, but you're like you're. All right, so when I went to the eye doctor, maybe like three months ago, two months ago, they were like, oh, you're, you're far away. You're near, I'm nearsighted, so I, I can't see far away. But apparently that's getting a little bit better. Mm-hmm. But my up close is getting bad. Okay. So. Do you um, always wear glasses? I wear my glasses all the time. Unless I wear contacts. No, have you always? Oh, I've worn, yeah, I was born with them. <laughs> <laughs> I my mama told me when I was yeah, I came out, like, in my glasses, and the doctor had to go in and get them. <laughs> he was like, oh, he left these. Just put them on me. I was like, oh, that's weird. No, I think since I was 12. Okay. So, like, when I was 10, I used to get these huge, like, migraines. Yeah. And I didn't get glasses till I was 12. <laughs> <laughs> weird. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, yeah. And then there was a long period of time I didn't wear glasses. But now I do wear glasses all the time. So, but what I was getting at, you don't, like, there's, like, whenever you get new glasses, there's this moment of, like, pure, like, the glasses are clean. They've never been, like, touched by anything mm-hmm. that I described. Pristine. Yes. And you have this moment of, of pure, like, clarity. And You're you right. see everything. And it's, like, one of the most wonderful moments. Every every two years with my insurance lets me get new glasses. <laughs> um, I'm like, wow, this is amazing. And then what? They get scratched? And then over time, much like life, yeah. things start to, like, you know, fade and get gray or dirty. I don't know. It's just, as you get older, there's, like... Not there's very few like first timey things, you know, everything you've done already. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Like so like, you know, like the first time you were on like a roller coaster. You know, just like having, I don't know, a certain dessert or chocolate cake. Yeah. Like sometimes I just wanna like kinda like erase that for a second, like maybe edit that that I never had like oh, something sure. and then like have it again for the first time where you're like, Oh, this is amazing. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe that's what like 
amnesia is like, I don't want amnesia. I don't. <laughs> yeah, I don't want amnesia either. I. It's not exactly the same thing, but one thing. Uh, I talk about. I can't believe I talk about fanfic on here as much as I do. But uh, one thing that's cool about fanfic is like, so you know when you've, you know, like you've watched the whole series or like yeah. you've read the books or like say. I don't. I do not read Harry Potter fanfic. I just okay. want to be clear about that. You sure? Fine if you do. But I mean, I do you seem not. pretty adamant about it, which is well, making me believe you do. I it's, it skews me out because those are children. No, but they grow up. They do grow up, but they're not that grown up yet for me. To... No, no. I mean, yeah, that's true. Yeah. So anyway, so like say, uh, <coughs> you know, you've just. You've just like plumbed the depths, is what I'm getting at. Like of canon, like right, you've right. already, you know, sort of like gone through that as many times as you're going to, um, and it's it's a little dried out for you, right? Right. And then like then fanfic, you're like, oh my god, there's this whole treasure trove right. of stuff, and then you go through that, and then you're like, oh, that's all done. Yeah. However long it takes, then that's all done. But the great thing about fanfic is, like, if you, if you like, leave whatever one of your, like, fan areas alone for yeah. a little bit, and then, like, a month, it can maybe be a month, it can yeah. be six months, and then you come back and you're like, the treasure trove renewed itself. How did this happen? Yeah. <laughs> right, and right. lay on my couch for a week yeah. and read this fine garbage that people wrote for me. <laughs> it's so delicious. But not Harry Potter. Not Harry Potter. Did you, did you have a bad experience with a Harry Potter fanfic? No, but it's just, like, people write Slash about, like, Harry and Draco. They write Slash about Harry and Snape. That's and weird. They're, I mean, they're, yeah. Um, no, and that's not all When you it. say Slash, what do you mean? So like, slash is generally a, like... Like sexy time? Uh, like, no, Slash is um, is usually, like, a queer, a non-canonical queer uh, relationship. Okay. Um, yeah. Which... Slash is is great in certain circumstances. Yeah, it's but, uh, like I've read the sh- you know read the shit out of uh, <laughs> you know like Sherlock kind of stuff, right? Like John right. and Sherlock, John Locke. <clears throat> um, but yeah, it's just funny though. Some like why Slash? I don't know why it's because of Guns and Roses. Because <laughs> of the cold November rain. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. No, I don't know why it's called that. I was really hoping <laughs> that was the reason. But it's funny. I feel like the... I've, I've been thinking about disgust. on the Well, on the way here, I don't know if it was because of that kid with the nose. Oh, okay. But I was thinking about it, but I'd also been thinking about it... Like being disgusted by well, something? Like or the, like what the... Um, what the function of disgust is for humans... Because it's usually related to health. Okay. And, like, I think the shift... So, like, if I... <laughs> for me, like, the idea of Snape and Harry... Yeah. That's disgusting. Right. It's, like, it's so obvious to me I can't even talk about why I think it's Well, disgusting. it's like... I mean, it's pedophilia, right? I mean, yeah. like, that's one thing. And it's a teacher and a child and the... the Snape t- is um, Alan Rickman, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It, so anyway, I think with with people, the sort of like evolutionary advantage of feeling disgust in certain circumstances is that it keeps you safe. Mm. So like if you see, say like 
500 years ago, whatever your means of storing food was. Right. Like if you, like you had like a cold box or like, let's go caveman. Like you've got like a, like a store of dried meat that you've covered up with rocks. Right? Yeah. And when you go back to that, like it warmed up and now it's like maggots. maggots. Yeah. 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 So <clears throat> like the, the maggots keeps you safe. Yeah. Cause you're disgusted you, by it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah I got this, you. this very visceral response. And, but I was thinking about how like we look at people who've experienced, um, trauma in like say in in war right or you know somebody oh i know what it was it was because i saw i saw a guy pushing a woman in a wheelchair who um was who didn't have legs from the knee down okay and so i was thinking about and i did not feel disgust when i saw it yeah, uh, okay i'm glad you clarified yeah. that but because i like on my way here i i did not dress well and I was getting, and I was around people because I took the G train from oh, Southern Brooklyn, nice up to Williamsburg. All right. What? No, rot, rot, like right. <laughs> Stick a bad accent. <laughs> rot, rot, rot. And then took the L uh-huh. over to Ridgewood. Gotcha. And so I, when you take different, like in New York, when you take different trains, you realize, like all of a sudden, you're around completely different different types of people. Of people yep. Than, like, mm-hmm. Because you do your daily route where, you know, I take the R train to work mm-hmm. and I take the R train home from work. And yeah. I see the same, close to the same types yeah. of people. Yeah. Um, and that's, you know, demographic and class. And right. All, all kinds of things. I mean, I know we're, we're not supposed to just say we have class in America, but like, it's very clear, like where you. Oh, no, we have law. Yeah. How stuff shakes out. But so it's always interesting coming to Queens because I always see different kinds of people. That right. I usually do. And then this. Like, the people giving me side-eye because I was wearing, like, a shitty tank top mm-hmm. and yoga pants. Like, it was, I don't know, it was really funny. But anyway, so, I was just, I was sort of, like, experiencing, feeling a little, like... Like people were disgusted with you? A little you? bit. It was really funny. But mm-hmm. it gave me, it got me some good seats. Oh, okay. For sure. Did you... Because people kind of didn't want to sit by me. Because they like, thought you were homeless? Maybe a little. I mean, I get that anyway from being like I get that anyway from being fat on the train. Like right. people, I'm not everybody's ideal seat choice necessarily, mm-hmm. but uh, or seat partner choice. Right. But anyway, so I was just like very aware of people on the way on the way here, and so yeah, when I when I saw that lady, I was thinking about how like I think you could either like the the idea that people would. It, people used to really have that reaction of, like, you have to be kept away, you know? Like, with people with, like, missing limbs and stuff like yeah, that? Yeah. Yeah. It seemed only acceptable, like, for, like, war veterans, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, and, I, and I think I read somewhere uh, where because of medical advances, like, these last, like, wars that we've been in with, you know, in Iraq and whatever. Yeah. Um, people are living and there's more people now with, um, you know, amputees and things yeah. of that nature. So it's like it's more in our face. It's on TV all the time. The commercials are really getting into it, um, yeah. which is, you know, it's good to normalize something that is actually pretty normal for a lot of people. Right. But so then I was thinking the what was the basis <clears throat> for that sort of reaction of Being... I, because it. There, it does make sense to me to feel a sense of maybe horror initially yeah. of, of, oh, no, you've been so hurt. Right. Um, so, like, that you've been, you've been damaged. Yeah. But then the idea that it's, 
like it's too much to be born, you know, the that it's somehow dangerous oh. for people who you yeah. know, either either, you know, from birth or, you know, through trauma yeah. have been damaged. It's, it's, I don't know. I, I don't think, know. I, I think, about it I mean, I mean, that's a whole, like, there, I mean, there's been study. I think part of it is, is, is when you see someone who, I don't want to say normal or not normal. I like when you see someone with like, who's disfigured or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I think part of it is it kind of makes you feel, um, maybe not insecure, but like, it makes you kind of feel like, oh my God, that could happen to me. Oh my God. Or like, it may, it, it kind of yeah. triggers something in us. It goes, oh my God. Like, and also like. I feel like this country and probably, I mean, we're so accustomed to having people who are different be almost like a carnival act. Oh. You know what I mean? Like, entertainment. Yeah, like yeah. a freak show of sorts. Right. Um, you know, like anyone. I mean, even like, you know, like, what was that book? You ever read that book? Freak or something like that? Mm-mm. And it's basically about like, you know, the whole carnival thing and like you yeah. have the woman and the, the bearded woman and like, or that, what was that movie where like one of them? Where did you ever see that? No, it's a. Uh, oh, I wish I remember, but uh, it's like a famous like movie where it's all about circus people, and the guy comes in, and they at the end of the movie they spoiler it's like they turn him into a chicken, which I don't know how that happens, but it's weird. Oh, oh no, I'm so glad I didn't see that. It's, it's like an old black and white movie from like I want I don't know how old. Oh. Um, someone's gonna be shouting. I'm sure Brian's gonna text later and go, "Who is this?" Um, <laughs> no, but um, yeah, I don't know what that is. I I I just. Maybe it's guilt. Maybe. Like, oh, you know, I'm okay. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Well, it, I wonder the, what was that? The, oh, man, I've been listening to a lot of um, Radio Lab lately. Okay. And that, I used, I still really like Radio Lab, but man, I don't know if it was just the, ser- just the series of episodes I happened to listen to in a row. The 9-11? Was that the one? They had a whole bunch of 9-11 things? Or was that um, the other one? Been this American the, Life. Yeah, I think that was This American Life. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I mean, so Radiolab is more, is like the science version of This American oh, Life. Oh, okay. But, oh, it was just a bummer. Just one thing <laughs> after another. But anyway, they had an episode where they that was a, a live taping where they got people to... Uh, pitch who the best animals were, like do like a competition where okay. two different people would go head to head. Like this one woman said, crows. And I can't remember, I can't remember who crows went up against. She had really good points about crows. They're pretty great. They, I think it was crows and whales, maybe. Facial recognition or something like that? Um, yeah. They they can remember faces. They can remember people's faces. Yeah. And they know if the person does something bad, they remember it yeah. and they avoid them. Yeah. And they have not only funerals, but they, uh, well, they're, they're what, what people thought they were doing when they're having funerals. They're actually figuring out what killed the other crow mm. so that they can have it not happen to them. Wow. Yeah. Crows. Crows. The crow did not win, though. Oh, um, no. The, Who, whales won? Where, what do whales do? Just end up remember. on beaches. They're so dumb. I don't think it was whales. But then the other pairing, one of the uh, animals, which I thought was kind of bullshit to call this an animal, but was slime mold. Um, oh, that thing, that ugly thing? <laughs> I I would have to imagine. I, if, I think I don't. I don't know. I have to look it up. But they, uh, like, as a group organism... 
it can it can make things happen. It can decide things and move around. Oh. And uh, so maybe it wasn't from that even. I don't know. But oh no, it was that guy Zach from the Try Guys was saying something about like how all people are are the what what we think of as fate is actually the um, the result of our bacteria making decisions. Like all we are is like the means for our back, like our colonies of bacteria. That's actually what it's, that's actually what motivates us. Like that's actually what does things. I'm not, I don't know if I, <laughs> so you're saying that. Oh, so I'm saying, uh, I think people's response to disease sometimes, like sometimes the disgust reaction is part of that very animal biological response but i do think that's different than just people people having different bodies Mm. you know when i'm on the bus i think about things i don't always i don't always draw clear conclusions i don't always draw good conclusions well two things i learned today (laughs) you were on the bus you saw a guy squirting out of his nose yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, that was gross. That's two things. But I also learned that you... Um, like, I would not have a child with that guy. Let's talk about evolutionary disgust choices. I would not have a child with that guy. I mean, I this, I kind of wish, like, was it visible, the shit coming out of his nose? It like, was visible when he wiped it on his jeans. Oh, like, really? Okay. I don't, you know, you're having nice coffee. I don't want to disgust you. That's so fine. No, I, like, I didn't put sebum in my coffee. <laughs> Is that what that, that's called? Yeah. You know, when it's not actually pus, it's just the stuff that's in your pores. Mm-hmm. It's waxy. Mm-hmm. A sebum. Mm-hmm. Sebum? Damn near killed him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I love myself. Oh, that is. So. Wait, what were the two things you learned? As you were on the bus and you saw somebody squirting the nose. Oh, yeah, then yeah, also yeah, yeah, yeah. that uh, legless lady. Freaked you out. She didn't. No, no she didn't. Disgusted freak you out. by her. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <clears throat> no, I was happy. I was. I was happy for her. Yeah, you deserved that. No. <laughs> it's no. She also just had sort of an interesting shaped body, and there were like people on the bus who had interesting shaped bodies. Did you take an edible or something? <laughs> like on the bus? <laughs> did you like? Hey, man. <laughs> Man, you got a really good shit body, man. Where I don't you, like edibles. Hey, man, where your legs go? <laughs> where, where, where your legs, legs go? go? Oh, man, you got to catch up. <laughs> no, they're over there. That's terrible. That is really fucking terrible. Um, so, what I was thinking. What? And I didn't even, like, tell you. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, maybe we should leave it for the end. Um, tease. Uh, I, I just, yeah, I'm teasing. No, what I was thinking. So, we're almost at the end of our season. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> we still have our baker's cousin dozen. Yeah, that, we, we're still doing that. But on our next episode. Right, the cousin dozen. Well, I don't know if we're going to be ready by our next episode. So, I'm full of shit. So, it doesn't even matter. What I wanted to do. So, just tease a little bit about next season. Oh, okay. Drop so, a little bit of a... Yeah. And I, I think a way to do... What, what I wanted to do was to... So, should we just tell them now? Yeah. There won't be a next season, no. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're disgusted. We're disgusted. No, next season we're going to have our own little book club. 
And what I wanted to do was to at least drop maybe our first two to four books that we will be reading. Two books by the look of your face and then have people want to give it all away. No, no. But at least if they want to read with us. Oh, my. Read along. Yeah. Like a big, like a, you know, big book party, book club party. So just we haven't I don't think we've decided because I know I haven't. (laughs) I have a couple in the in the bean. Well, I know that that one that I have for sure. Which is Super Fudge by Judy Bloom. Oh, nice. Oh, was I going to do Tales of a Fourth Grade Nothing? Oh. I don't know which one. Okay. I'll decide by next episode. Because you dropped that truth bomb on me at the beer garden about um, how oh, Are yeah. You There Goddess Me, Margaret is a spinoff. Yeah. Of which one? Well, all of them. Because Tales of the Fourth Grade Nothing is the first one. And Super Fudge is a sequel. Oh, okay. And then uh, Margaret moves from that whatever town they're in, and then they, then she has that book. She's like a new kid in school. I'm laughing because I, re- I at some party I was I said that oh yeah it had to have been Labor Day. I was saying something came up about Daniel Tiger, and I was like, oh my god, did you know that's a ripoff of Mister Rogers? <laughs> yeah. And all the all the mothers and our friends went, it's a spinoff, yeah, <laughs> not a ripoff. I'm like, well. And you were like, I stand by that. <laughs> Choose your own adventure, God family. damn it. Yeah, poor Daniel Tiger. Did you ever read Blubber by Judy Bloom? That no. That shit is dark. I thought you were going to say, did you ever read Beloved by Judy Bloom? And it's oh, I love Beloved. By Judy Bloom? <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. Yeah, Have you read Beloved? Uh, yeah, a long time ago. Yeah. I, I didn't think it was that. It was okay. I think she could have done better. I think Bluest Eye is a better book. I didn't read that one. Oh, maybe we'll add that. <laughs> add it to my homework. <laughs> All right. So that's one for you. And then I'm, oh, right. So I'm definitely, definitely going to pull out one of the Little House books. All right. And, and so we're going to go over the rules in the next episode that each of us have. And it's, it's not going to be all... Children slash young adult books, or is it? Oh, what? No, I mean, I was going to. I, I actually didn't read a lot of um, young adult books that much. I don't yeah. think I did. I don't know. I what. Read more now. Yeah, kind of, because I hated books like that when I was a kid. Why? Because you felt like they were too good. You know what I used to read? Um, Choose your own adventures. Oh hell yeah! Those are the best. Oh, and then oh, when you didn't yeah. like a certain thing, you go back and cheat like a rich white person. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you yep. know you don't have to have that world. Yep. <laughs> your money and influence will <laughs> let you go to the better ending. Oh. Uh, there was this. Uh, there was a angry guy on the subway the other day, and you know when people are angry, like everyone just kind of keeps their head down and keeps an eye on them to the side, but doesn't right know, doesn't engage. For the most part. And he just kept going, it's all a game to you, you people. Like he was, it, <laughs> and I was kind of <laughs> like, yeah, that's, I get why you feel that way, man. It's not? No, I think it is. Uh, <laughs> Time flies. Do you have any new memories? I don't have shit. No. Um, <laughs> you know, I went to a William Nelson concert. How was that? It was good. It was good. At first, uh, I was a little worried about Willie. You know, he's an 86-year-old man. He's 86? Fuck yeah, he is. Wow. Um, 
And like I was a little worried about his guitar playing. I was saying, but he, I don't know what the fuck happened. He came, he, he pulled it out. He play, still plays pretty well. Sings a little bit slower than he used to, but he's still yeah. good. Braids, <clears throat> braids coming down, and then yeah, threw him out to the crowd. And um, yeah, no, uh, it was. Did he sing "Angel Flying Too Close to the Ground"? I believe he did. Wow, I don't recall. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, it was a good concert. It was... This was at the Forest Hill Stadium? Yeah, and the free tickets. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was great. Um, so that was cool. Did Tracy like it? Tracy liked it. She bought some t-shirts, and she bought an Ahepa with cheese inside. Oh, that sounds pretty good. It was pretty good. Um, yeah, no, it was... It was weird because they made her check her umbrella. They don't let you bring your umbrella in. Okay. I mean, it wasn't raining, but, you know, I don't know. That was weird. Was it a big umbrella? No, it's an umbrella that fits in her backpack. So they were going to let her take her backpack, but not her umbrella. Huh. Don't upset. I don't know. That's, yeah, that's pretty weird. So, yeah. So that was, that's my new memory. Was it one of those ones, like, um, James like, Bond would have that has yeah. a little sword in it? it? It does have a, yeah, it's a weapon. Oh. That's why, I guess. I mean, you're going to, you know, really think about it. Yeah. So, <laughs> she just wanted to cut up her arepa. Yeah, how else is she gonna do it? I guess I'm wondering is is it either because it could block people's view, and that's obstruction of like people. Obstruction of people. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so I looked inside the van that holds like what people were checking in, mm-hmm. and like they had like a, somebody bought like a huge motherfucking camera, like one of those cameras on a like. <laughs> Telephoto lens and yeah, whatever, like a paparazzi. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, I was like, "Oh, that's a nice, expensive camera." Um, yeah. Are you like, I'm about to drive this uh, van over here? Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, I'm looking in there, like, oh, like there's like random umbrellas." I'm like, "Jesus, these guys are making money. It's like five dollars to check everything." Oh wow! So, so I that's don't funny. Know. Who opened? It was the Outlaw Festival. Okay. So Lucas Nelson and the Promise of the Real, which is Willie Nelson's son, they opened. Okay. Uh, then Allison Krauss came, and oh. she did her little ditty. And then Nathaniel Rateliff, I don't know if you know him. Mm-mm. He's the guy who sings that song, Son of a Bitch. Mm-mm. It's pretty good. He's How's pretty, that go? It's Son of a Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's, like, weird. He's, like, a cross between, like, like funk and, like, not really funk, but, like, kind of, like, like, he had, like, a Sam Cooke vibe. Like, when Sam mm. Cooke is doing, like, some, like, kind of, like, horn section like his band is good too like the background the 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 band it's like a like an e street vibe type they got horns and they got like a whole bunch of shit uh and then it was good old willie willie came out and played yeah yeah, he played with his son it was nice have you heard anything from um this group of women it's brandy carlisle and i think four other women the the whole women the the high women the the high women the high women yeah i heard about them yeah Uh, are they good yeah. The whole women. Sorry, that's terrible. <laughs> well, like, they, I, I first heard them because uh, I saw a video posted of them doing a performance on Howard Stern that they were doing a cover of The Chain. Okay. That Fleetwood Mac song. Oh, okay. Um, and it's, they're all kind of, uh, kind of bluegrassy rooted. Yeah. Ap- Appalachian kind of sounding. Mm-hmm. So they, and they're all really powerful singers. And then the one woman, um, plays the fiddle and it was gorgeous it mm. was ridiculous but their voices are all s- sort of si- s- like 
tonally similar, right? Uh, in a way that makes their harmony crazy. It's it's definitely worth it. So they've got that song on the um, on the soundtrack of Hustler. Is that what it's called? That oh, movie? Uh, the, Jennifer the Lopez. Movie? Yeah. Yeah. Why are you rolling your eyes? Because I don't like Jennifer Lopez. Oh well, but the rest of it looks good. Mm. Do we need another movie about women stripping? Well, yeah. We <laughs> I don't know. I just. What are the other movies about women stripping? I don't know. Name one. Showgirls. Showgirls. <laughs> Showgirls. Well, that wasn't stripping though. That was dancing. Oh, she didn't strip. I don't know. I don't remember. I saw like a nineteen ninety something. Yeah, I that's haven't looked fair. back. It's not because because she was a showgirl. She wasn't a stripper. It's not the same thing. I mean, the the breasticles are out. <laughs> the breasticles are out for a lot of things. Right. But it's not always <laughs> yeah. stripping. Uh, what else is stripper movie? Oh, the Demi Moore one. Oh, where she rips her Oxford open. Yeah, she, the shirt, right? Yeah, 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 she got the fake implants for that. Oh, yeah. Uh, with Burt Reynolds, isn't that? Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Barbed I don't Wire know. with Pamela Anderson. Oh my! Feel, I'm gonna pull them out. I feel so ashamed. <laughs> I'm gonna pull them all out. You, you challenged me. I didn't know. I <laughs> you didn't challenged know. me. Uh, uh, but anyway, they, yeah. So, hi, women. I don't know about the rest of that soundtrack, but then they also have uh, an album that. Yeah, no, I, I know they do. To. It's good. I know. Yeah, no, I've been meaning to because it was in my uh, somewhere. I saw it. The I. I started. I saw the first episode of the Ken Burns Country. Did you watch the documentary? Mm-mm. It's pretty good. Ken Burns Country. What is that? You know Ken Burns' documentary. He made the Civil War happen. He did. Without him, yeah, <laughs> would never we wouldn't have. be talking about it. That's true. Because uh, the country divided, nation divided. I don't know. Anyway, uh, he did the documentary on uh, the country, country music. Oh, okay. And That's like, this is new. Thing. Yeah, it's the one on PBS right now. It's pretty oh. good. Yeah. You should watch it. I might. You would like it. Okay. Because it's got stuff. And things. Nasally people sing, <laughs> you know, like that. It's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, Maeve and I are going to do uh, a workshop at the Irish Arts Center on oh. Saturday with the s- this. There's this uh, duo called Anna and Elizabeth uh, that do like bluegrass style singing yeah and it's only gonna be anna uh but they're they're really cool so yeah we're gonna go it's gonna be like tr- the sort of celtic influence on appalachian yeah and that, they talk about that in the documentary how the you know it's like it all comes together and it's got all the different um the, the yodeling from like germany and like the you know the the celtic and scottish influence no, the scottish irish influence with the the like the fiddle playing and the yep you know, the, I don't know, like, if you hear, like, traditional Irish music, they're always, like, yelping and shit. Yeah. Um, and then you have, like, the banjo, which came from Africa, and the different types of... Um, oh, did it? Yeah. Different types of playing and stuff like that. So, like, it's, like, you know, they were saying, like, you know, while jazz is considered, like, the most American thing, you know, music-wise, but yeah. this is actually also another very American, like, country music is very American, or even, like, uh, bluegrass music, because of all the influences and stuff like that. So it's pretty yeah. interesting. Do they talk about um, Maybell Carter? They do, because they, they really go into the Carter family and how oh, it started. Nice. Yeah, um, and how Can they... You, you or, play the guitar, right? I do. Can you... Um, can you do, you... do you pick? Not well. Okay. I've been trying to teach myself, but, um, you know, it's really bull- bullshit, those YouTube videos. Really? I mean, it helped me fix a pipe, but it can't help me, like, <laughs> finger pick. She had the... 
Oh, the scratch. The scratch. The car to scratch, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because she was, I, I, it was only recently I saw a video where somebody demonstrated it and she's actually playing rhythm and And, melody mm -hmm. at the same time because she's picking the melody with, with what her pointer finger and her thumb. I don't know. I was, I just learned that last night. I just, they just showed that last night. So I was going to look it up. Now that you remember, I was going to look up to see exactly what, so I would, yeah. Cause usually, and I don't know if this is the right one where your thumb is doing the, the top portion, then you're yeah. ever doing the, yeah. How do you get your brain to do that? Because your left, your left hand is playing the chord. Right. And then, which you have to, you have to strum. Right. With half of your hand, mm-hmm. at least, to make the chord yeah. happen. And then just, you've got two fingers to pluck the melody yeah. with. That's crazy. When you find out, let me know, because I, <laughs> I still can't <laughs> figure that out. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really, um, there's all these different methods, and they were like, that's the one. I was like, oh, that's really interesting. And then the guy, one of the guys, because you know how they, they show videos and they show music and then you have people talk about it, right? Yeah, yeah. So, like, one of the guys was like, if it wasn't for, um, there's two, because there was two sisters. There was one that played the guitar and one that sang. They were cousins. They weren't sisters. I'm sorry. In the Carters? Mm-hmm. So, one, they say without, I think she was Sarah Carter, I think. If Without her, oh, they're the one who moved to California. I guess I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, without this one, um, there'd be no, uh, you know, female country singers, the Taylor Swift, or whatever. They they use other examples, and then without this other cousin who's playing guitar, there'd be no country music as we know it, the the, the sound of it. Right. So they talk about that, um, and then the the husband. I think it was Maybell's husband. Then he went around and he collected all of the. He just sort of on foot ranged all around Appalachia and just would collect songs. Yeah, so like it was the way they explained it, it was kind of like a gimmick. Like, not a gimmick, but like a, I don't want to say gimmick, but like a way. So, this record company, this guy Peel or some shit like that, he was like, if you can say that you kind of wrote this Mm -hmm. or whatever, you would get like a cut, you would get money, like royalty or whatever. Like, and so like, people started going around like going around getting and like kind of changing shit and like yeah so they can get their name on it and then get that money right um because they were doing shape they were they were doing shape note yeah it's like music? yeah which okay. looks like kryptonian yeah <laughs> it looks like kryptonian language um can you can you read music no <laughs> no no i when i was taking guitar lessons i was learning how to read music but then i like it was too expensive and i was like okay i didn't want to go anymore yeah. I'm not good at following through on things. <laughs> I'm, I'm surprised we have this podcast. <laughs> I'm just, you know, I like I get into something. No, um, yeah, no, it was just practicing is really finding the time to practice. Yeah, is like really what you know. That's the hard thing. Although, like, I think if I would just lend a half hour a day to it, also, like, I don't know. There's something about for me, just you know. Um, like having a drink and playing, mm-hmm. but then it's like you don't realize, like you know, it's not like you keep drinking and then oh, I'm having a great time. And you don't really hear the how, like you're not really doing, like you know, you're not really paying attention to where your flaws are and where you can improve. That's all right. And you're just like, and you're like <laughs> you know, and then you're just on the floor holding the guitar. One thing <laughs> that helps me with that sometimes is if I tell myself. 
you're only allowed to do this for 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. So if you re- reframe it instead of you have to you have to practice for 15 minutes, it's right? Like, you you want to do this, right? Yeah. You, you've only got 15 minutes. You can do that's all. That's all the time. You're too busy for whatever. Which yeah, that... is not true. Uh, <laughs> but it's it's funny how it all of a sudden. You know, it's like no, I, I want to, I want to. Oh, you, 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 you fall for that? Uh, sometimes. Yeah, I wish I did. I don't fall for that. It's like, nah, yeah, you're right. I don't want to do this. <laughs> it's like I'm good. I'm good. But I think yeah, if you're into country music, I think everyone should check out the. It's funny going into work. I'm like, hey, did anyone watch a Ken Burns documentary? <laughs> <laughs> A lot of takers. And everyone's like looking at me like, get the hell out of here. Who? <laughs> you know, Ken Burns documentary about country music. <laughs> oh, country music. Yeah. No. No. It's hard being a Puerto Rican who likes country music. I know. It's so it's hard. So hard. A, a Puerto Rican with flawless skin and a lot of country music. It's hard. It's so hard. When do you think um, Ken Burns is going to figure out what happened with Biggie and Tupac? I would love to see a Ken Burns documentary. <laughs> About Biggie and Tupac, right? I don't know. Who, first of all, who's going to narrate it? You think it's going to be like Samuel L. Jackson? Or, or you think he's going to go back to like Chris Christopherson? It's <laughs> 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 so, a good question. Um, you get Cardi B to narrate it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so every now and then she Whatever no, that stupid noise that she does. What is that? The okra. Oh, that. I thought, it reminds me of the Nokia. Remember I the? Ro- I can't roll my tongue, so I can't do that trill right. <sighs> I don't even want to lend it any more time <laughs> to this podcast. <laughs> well, guys, thank you for uh, listening. Um, you can check us out uh, on all forms of social media, uh, and you can go to brokencorners at gmail.com. No, yeah. that's our email address. That is our email address. But we also have brokencorners.com. And you can check out all the stuff we have there. You can always uh, give us some feedback. Um, and we'll talk to you guys next week. And also, do you have suggestions for what books we should do next season? Yeah. Uh, we'll definitely take a few suggestions because clearly we're not. No, I'm just <laughs> No, we want to read with you all. And uh, we want you guys to read with us. Yeah. And also, have a great week. You said fanfic. <laughs> 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 all right.